and welcome to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast with your co-hosts, my dad Guy and my sister Michael. In today's episode, they are going to and from Southern Virginia to attempt to getting Michael her learner's permit. It's a crazy story. Here we go. It's a crazy story. Disclaimer. Yes, it has been a while since we recorded this audio, but in our defense, it was one heck of a day, which you will hear in this podcast. And while we recorded this podcast, we were driving for a very, very, very long time. Please give us grace because you are going to hear the road behind you, the street, the tires, maybe me blowing in a horn or maybe even yelling at somebody and telling them to, you know, keep it moving. I don't know. But hey, it's real. It's real talk. Please enjoy and we will post again within the next one to two days with what's happening with us now. Enjoy. And thank you so much for listening. What is going on, y'all? It is the Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. We are filming, recording, from the road. Talk to him, Michael. Hey, what's up, guys? We're um, on our way back. Um, I have no idea how far we are from the house, but pretty much overall this drive is going to be 12 hours because we went six hours to the DMV to go ahead and yes. get my permit test. Yes. And then we didn't bring any identification, so they turned us <laughs> back around. And so now we're six hours back home. All right. So For those of you who chilling. don't live in Virginia, let me tell you about how stupid this state is. So the only way that you can do a knowledge test for a driver's permit, a learner's permit, is to book an appointment at a DMV that actually does these appointments. If you can find the slot on their user-friendly website and usually you're looking three to four months in advance we were looking three months ago and all we could find was one that was 350 miles from our house it's a six-hour drive to get down to a dmv for my daughter who just turned 15 years and six months yesterday to be able to get her learner's permit so she can start learning how to drive it's a really important thing so first of all we apologize. We know that you can hear the humming of the road in the background. Hopefully, after a little while of listening to this, you can tune it out and, and just focus on us. But hey, since we got to spend 12 hours together, we figured, why not do a pod, man? It's been like over a month. It's been a really, really long time since we've done a pod. What better way to do it than to just, you know, make use of this special time we have together? I mean, we already had some intellectual conversations, so. A lot of them. We're like, you know what, dude? We really need to have a pod. But here's the crazy thing. We pull into the parking lot after driving for six hours, and I look at Michael, and I say, oh my gosh. And she said, what? I said, we didn't bring any identification for you. I mean, of course I got mine, but we don't have anything for you. Not your passport, not your birth certificate. I don't know why I didn't think of it. Oh man, I hope it's gonna be okay. Well, folks, not okay. We're leaving empty-handed, returning right back home, for another six hours because the daddy on the daddy daughter real talk podcast is a jackass who completely forgot to make sure that we had identification or i don't know read the website to make sure you got everything you need before you leave the house didn't do any of it none Side of it note. 
I went onto the website to see if it actually said anything and could not find anything, so. I'm so pissed. But <laughs> to their credit, and I'm not gonna lie, y'all, we, we had to go down to the little tiny point in Virginia that touches basically Kentucky and Tennessee. Yeah, just suffice it to say, there was nobody who looked like us. Nobody. No, 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 nobody looked like us down there. And I don't know who they thought we were, if we were either famous or looking at us like y'all don't realize you're in the wrong place. Cause damn, if you didn't hear the needle scratch across the record when we walked in and we look around yeah. like, oh, I, hey, we, we recognize we're not really in the right place. Um, we started getting that feeling, you know, as you get deeper into that part of Virginia, <laughs> you definitely feel a, a turn in the tide, if you will. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot more Trump flags. It's, it's, it's a lot more blue line, blue line matters uh, flags. It's a lot more of, uh, it's interesting. I, I tell you, it's interesting to go through that area because Trump lost, right, a while ago. They, yep. they, I don't think they know, They're, right, Mike? Like, yep. I don't think they know. The flags are everywhere. Like, they still, really are. Billboard signs everywhere. Trump 2020. And hey, it ain't, it ain't, I ain't bashing on Trump people, but what I am saying is, what's undeniable is, particularly for people of color, when you enter into a certain county or a certain area, um, it gives you a vibe. Like it gives you a vibe because the, the Trump flags are hanging next to Confederate flags that are hanging next to a cross. And somehow they put all of them together like it makes sense. Nah, 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 that ain't the vibe. But here's the thing, it's so Hicksville that that's the only place you can find DMV appointments anytime in the next like six months if you wanna get your child taken care of. So we make the road trip for no reason at all. But to their credit, cause there are good people everywhere, what she did was call the DMV that is 10 minutes from my house and spoke to the manager and said, so this is what this fool just did. And so our manager up where we live, uh, you know, six hours from that location said, if there is any cancellation tomorrow and they're willing to make it within half an hour, we'll test them. If not, because today is Friday, say they said the 16th. And so they said, if not, we will reserve a spot for them Thursday afternoon, guaranteed, and they can come in and get it done on Thursday. So, a waste of a trip? Yeah, I mean, 12 hours is a lot to pay, but not a complete waste, because guaranteed no later than Thursday, my baby girl will be able to sit down, take her knowledge test, get her learner's permit, and start getting that booty on them highways and byways behind the wheel. So that's our adventure today that we had to share with you, <laughs> and why we are doing this from the car. Yep. Michael, what you got? Alright, so, you know, as we said last time, we're going to go ahead and pick up the conversation. I know this is like a wonderful transition, but we're going to go ahead and pick up the conversation that we sort of started last time. If you don't know this conversation of last time because you didn't, you know, listen to last time, go listen to last time. But we're going to go <laughs> ahead and talk about the future. The future. And college. And college. I have to admit, I had to go back and listen to our last our last podcast to remember what was it that we were keyed in on that we said we were going to do next time. And Michael knew right away. I couldn't remember. That's how long it's been. So sad. So sorry. To say it has been, and I say this at, with every podcast, man, we have been so busy. There's actually been a lot going on in our lives over over the last month, month and a half. Um, a lot. A lot going on. And, and it's not a reflection on me and Michael's relationship, but the truth is 
man, we got to be rocking in, a, in, a, in the right space, in the headspace, both of us, to, um, to, to, you know, be in a good space to sit down and, and have these conversations. Like, we talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just how we get down. But, you know, sometimes it's just like, I, I keep thinking about it. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm tired or I'm, you know, work has me too stressed or I'm just not in the right headspace. And then she's not in the right headspace. And I've got all these tests coming up. Yeah, I've you got, got your own life and school stuff going My on. My siblings just piss me off. Look at her using the bad word. It's not a bad word yeah, unless you're, right. you're British. Uh, yes, this is true. That's true about a couple of words. Um, but yeah, so it's, you know. It just is what it is. Some sometimes we just it takes a while for us to, to click at just the right moment. And be like, yo, let's do a pod. Yep. Um. So I actually had to go back and listen to it. And I gotta be honest, like you could hear it in my voice. I was getting a little bit frustrated with you. I'm like, come on, shake out of it. You're not stop being so pessimistic. Um. <laughs> I was in a mood though, and I was tired. When I'm tired, I'm grumpy. So being in a mood and then being tired together, I was just like, <laughs> and I was also just completely zoning out. <laughs> At the same time, just like getting lost in my thoughts about senpai. I don't know what senpai is, but it's an anime. Ah, uh, see, so you do that on purpose now. It's like anime is <laughs> a trigger word for me all of a sudden. <laughs> and you know, like meanwhile, my little sister's trying to get him to watch the anime with us. So. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and buckle down, watch this My Hero Academia stuff, just so that I can better understand what my kids obsess over. Because even though it's and guess what? Ridiculous. To I'm gonna force him to binge it tomorrow until we a get the call or don't get the call, and we just keep on binging. All right, so we're gonna binge some My Hero Academia, and then I'm gonna make you watch The Wire, and we're just gonna the go wire. back and forth. What the heck is The Wire? Exactly. Like you gotta learn what The Wire is. Um, it's the greatest drama TV series in the history of the world. Okay. So yeah, we could do that. Um, Wait, why are you making me do this? Because this, I'm doing this for Trinity because Trinity wants this. Uh, why are you making me pay? Because you want me to do this. No. You I don't want, want me to watch My Hero Academia. Honestly, I don't really care if you do or don't, but Trinity really wants you to. Well, Trinity's not old enough for The Wire. I mean, technically neither are you, but we'll tough it out. Do you think I should run the risk of just slowly driving past this state trooper as though he's not there? I mean, the speed limit is 65. He's doing 63. I'm going to do 65 and pass him. I'm going to pass him while I'm doing 65. So you guys stay tuned. Find out if daddy gets pulled over by the state state troopers. I can afford a ticket. So, yeah, let's anyway, just so add a stop to our six-hour drive. Will, yeah, we, last thing we want to do is stop. God, we're still not going to be going until like 9 o'clock tonight. All right, but anyway, we're already getting sidetracked. Yeah, the future. Yes. All right, so we're talking about the future. Let's go into it. Okay, so I'm yawning. <laughs> I'm yawning. It's not my fault. It's 6.30 in the evening. Been driving since 8 o'clock in the morning. So that means we're about like halfway done. With halfway? Hell no. Oh, on our trip home. Yeah. On our trip going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Otherwise, so- it's like three-fourths done. Let's talk about the future. So one thing that Michael and I have been doing is looking at different Virginia universities. So as a disabled, as a 100% disabled vet, one of the benefits is that my kids get to go to any Virginia university, public uh, university for free. Well, it sounds great. Like there's only like maybe 12, 14 of them, um, plus all the community colleges. But if she gets to go for free, why would you waste time on a community college? Um, So... Which, there's if, like if you were here last time you remember this conversation right exactly so it was like uva 
uh, Virginia Tech, George Mason, James Madison, um, I don't know, others. <laughs> others. <laughs> I wish Hampton was up there, like get an HBCU up in there, that'd be cool, but nah. But um, so the, the challenge has been finding a university that has a major that really resonates with Mike, that is something she's just like, yes, like I feel that. And how's that been going, Mike? You get an F, and you get an F, and you get an F, and I don't want none of y'all. Yeah, that's really, that's really where we're at with it. So, what are you looking for? I'm looking for something in the animation industry. And it's not just because I'm obsessed with anime. I've always wanted to do something in the entertainment, sort of, um, genre of life. <laughs> Yeah. Um, at first, you know, as a little girl, I wanted to be like a pop star. And then I'm just like, well, I love to sing, but I don't really know how to write songs. And then you go into stuff like record labels. And it's just like, eh, I'm not really feeling that. I just sort of like my karaoke nights and that's about it. So then, you know, I found out my passion for story writing. And I was just like, hey, I really love story writing. And that was back in like 2017, 2016. And um, still, I love story writing. It's something I have put like my whole entire being into. Um, I was a little bit self-conscious about drawing, but I've sort of found my art style now, and I've gotten really good at making edits or like pretty much intense color coloring in the color page. <laughs> um, and so I was just like, hey, if what if I put art and story writing together? I can be an animator. Because like those are my two top favorite things that I love to do but you know like all the animation schools are like in Florida they were well the so. best in the world like if you if you do your research the best uh, animation uh, schools if you will are all in Florida not by coincidence but that's where they are yep so I guess my thing is if you look at the best animators out there do they all have to have an animation degree? Is there a different kind of art degree that's not art history, but some other type of art degrees you might be able to find here that can at least set you up for that area? Um, you know, uh, it's, it's just about research. I mean, I don't think so because all of the sort of art degrees are all in like painting or like graphic design. Which, graphic design sounds like it'd be close. Is that not the graphic same? Graphic design, from what I saw, was sort of like virtual interior design. Yeah. In gotcha. like, um, um, like simulation sort of things. Right. And video games. Um, and then like straight up paintings, like landscape painting or portraits and stuff like that, and realism. Yeah, that's not what you're. That's art. not what you're trying to do. That's not what I'm trying to do. Right. I want to draw anime. <laughs> Which, there are different art styles of anime, but none of it's like really realism. <laughs> That's just called live action <laughs> acting. So you know what worries me as your father is, I get that this is something you are passionate about right now. And I get it's something that you have discovered that you really like right now. Um, you're two years away from going off to college, which means you got one year left to really figure out what school you're gonna 
what couple of schools you're going to apply to and hope you get accepted at and start setting yourself up to, to be accepted and go to college, you know, like I said, in two years. And I don't want to take away from you what you've discovered that you think is your passion right now and, and that you can see yourself doing. Um, I don't want you to make a permanent decision based on what could be a temporary passion. I definitely don't want your college decision to be based on how you feel at 15 um, that could really change when you're 17 and when you're 18. And right now you have all this opportunity in front of you, right? So you have all these universities that you can go to for free. You have the whole world in front of you. You can choose to be whatever you want to be when you grow up right now. The entire universe is open to you. The world's your oyster. The world's your oyster. And and if your oyster is digital animation, dope. Okay, that's cool. I'm not, I'm not trying to belittle that at all. However, I it's so restrictive that I would be happier if we could find a more generalized area of study that would be applicable across a lot of different possibilities and different options and that something in the digital animation world could be like a minor something you could still get education in and learning in but you're not putting all those eggs into that one basket and I, I know I already told you this story but you know to put it in context I was going to be a doctor from the time I was about eight years old and the Cosby show was out there and I wanted to be Cliff Huxtable I wanted to be an OBGYN. I wanted to deliver babies for a living because he looked well off, married to a beautiful lawyer who was also well off. The kids were well off and it just seemed like a really cool gig. I mean, you just get to deliver babies on the regular. Like how dope is that? And I was gonna do that all the way since I was eight, all the way through high school. Went, went into college, I was 16, I was pre-med. Still gonna do that thing. Finished that first year, decided to go off in the military. And I was a medic in the military, still just trying to pursue what I could pursue in the medical area. But it was then as a medic in the army, I figured out like, I don't really wanna do this. Like I enjoy being an EMT and all, and, and like rolling up on accidents and trying to save people's lives and stuff. Like this is dope, but I don't wanna be a medical doctor. They in school until they're 30 years old and then you just get started? Who wants to do that? Nah, 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 no. I, I think I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to have my own business, you know, that whole thing. And then lo and behold, years after that and getting different degrees and all that, I end up a federal government employee for like 20 years. Like my life looks nothing like I thought it was going to look when I was eight and 10 and 12 and 16 and 20. You know, you just don't know this is a really loud road right now, sorry. You just don't know what the future holds. Um, and so, yes, pursue your passion. Would never tell you not to. Um, that's a lie. I mean, if you had a stupid passion, I'd have to talk some reality into you. But pursue your I passion. I want to make nails for a living. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, no, not doing that. Uh, I, I want to be a typewriter, door-to-door -door typewriter salesman. Like, nope, nope, not going to do that. But I'm gonna be a newspaper girl. Yeah, no, not happening. But um, 
but yeah, I, I think what you what you're excited about. You have your own YouTube channel, low key. We don't mention it here because we don't like to blend the worlds. But you know, yeah. you got you got your followers, and they're excited about your work and all of that. Like you clearly have a gifting in that area, and I think it's dope. But when we talk about higher education, it's just a different game, and we have to figure out if there's a way to find something that you can pursue a degree in that can 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 give you a, a I don't know what the word is a solid enough foundation that if the world shifts underneath your feet one day and you decide actually I hate digital animation um, you didn't put all of your eggs into that one basket pursuing you know this this uh, this this goal does that make sense yeah talk to me about it Like, how do you feel when I say that? I mean, it makes sense. It's logical. But at the same time, I want to put all the eggs in the basket. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, it makes sense at 15. And, and here's the beauty, and I told you this before. You don't have to declare a major until you finish your sophomore year of college. So freshman, sophomore, first first two years, the whole world's out there in front of you. You can basically take most of the same kind of classes and spend the last two doing the concentration areas of what it is you're gonna pursue. So that's true for most colleges, at least a good number of them. So maybe as you think about the future, we, we understand and we consider the things that you want to major in, you want to pursue, and we make sure that we prioritize those things. But we also consider other possibilities um, on scale with the digital animation thing and wait and see how does Michael feel at 16? How does Michael feel at 17? How does Michael feel at 18 when she's really going to have to start making some decisions? And let's just see how I'm things kind of play in out. College when I'm 18. I said you don't have to decide until after your second year of college. Yes. So when you're 18, you'll, you'll be done with your first year of college. So that's when you have to kind of really start thinking about it and giving it some consideration. But think about how much more different the world's going to look three years from now than it does right now. Right? Yep. So we don't have to obsess over it. It's like I told you, you don't have to decide at 15 years old what you're going to be when you grow up. And so I'm not putting that pressure on you at all. I just want you, if you go back to the last, um, to the last pod, what this really was about was getting you to really start thinking about your future without all the pessimism and the, you know, I never want to leave your house and I just want to stay here and you know don't want the world to ever really come for me. And instead, start. This house will be my rock that I will live under. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we don't want. So, what the what the conversation was really supposed to be about is get excited about your future, get excited about the, all the possibilities that lie before you, and appreciate it and look at it with positivity as much as you're able to. Um, has there been any shift for you with that? Has that changed for you at all? Don't feel like you got to say yes just because the whole world's listening. Like I'm I'm genuinely curious. Does it does it hit you a little bit differently than it than it did a, a couple of months ago when we were talking, or is it about the same for you right now? Um, no, it's definitely changed. 
Um, How so? So, so, so I'd been sort of in a bad state mentally, where I was just like completely pessimistic, right? Kind of in a funk. Yeah, in like a really long funk. Um, but I sort of am starting to sort of come out of that, where I'm sort of starting to see the beauty in the world and things like that. So. I can sort of look at the future with a little bit more positivity now and a little more optimism. So that's the thing that sort of changed, but at the same time, I'm sort of also still being a little bit of like a spoiled brat where I'm just like, it's my way or the highway, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make you a spoiled brat, that makes you a teenager. No, but like also like the bratty where it's just like, I want it and I want it now and I want it the way I want it. <laughs> And you're gonna give it to me! Teenager! Okay, I guess. I don't know. But, um, Dia. Like that little girl from Willy Wonka was just like, Daddy, I want that squirrel! I want that one! I'm just like, Daddy, I want the major and I want that one! I don't care. Like, the, the cool thing for me, the cool part about it for me is in our conversations we've had recently, there's, it's obvious that you're, you're more positive on the outlook of things. And you know, I don't know what necessarily brought that about. We all kind of go through our funks. I, I've, I've gone through one recently myself. I mean, it just, you know, it just happens. Like, you know, life happens in seasons, man. And, you know, real life has ups and downs. And sometimes- Hills and valleys. Yeah, peaks and valleys, man. Like. You know, you're not always going to be on a peak. Sometimes you just wake up and you just you feel funky. You know what I mean? You just and that funk can <laughs> that funk can last for a couple of hours or a day, or it can last for weeks, man. And you know, it it, it happens. And maybe during the last pod or or just over the last several months or two years, um, your your valley has <laughs> been been deep for a minute. Um, but. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to it's see like that it's... It's like a stock market crash. It just goes down and down and down and down. <laughs> it can. And down and down and down. That's why you don't invest all of your money. Okay, that was a, that was a shift. But yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to be just an example that turned into a financial advice. <laughs> financial advice. Don't invest all your money into the thing. Otherwise, you'll wake up and you ended up losing like $30,000. Okay, not really the point. The point was... <laughs> The point was, that was just an amusing story that I heard. Nah, it's good. I'm 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 happy to hear you speak about the future with with a, you know a bit more optimism. And that was kind of the point is the the point of of turning you towards college and you know start looking at your options and thinking about what you might want to study and all that. It's it's not forcing anything on you. It's to get you excited because you're just a couple of years away from. And some people will say right now, 15 and a half, you know, 10th grade that you're, um, you're right now in entering what are gonna, you're gonna look back and see these and remember these as like the best years of your life. This is, this is it. Like you're, 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 you're gaining your independence. Corona ruined it. Yeah, I said entering, cause we're, we're moving out of Corona, right? And so, you know, God, are God we, willing, are God we, willing, are God we, willing. We went into a Wawa and there were like no masks on anywhere. In Southern Virginia, they do not, Care. No, that was before. Yeah, and we were still north. We were still but again, you know, just it just people people have stopped. You know, some people have stopped caring. But that's not the point. My point is, 
at the age, you're entering into an age where you're starting to enter what will be considered some of the best years of your life because you're just starting to gain your independence, right? We're taking yeah. you for your learner's permit. You're nine months away from getting your actual driver's license. We're gonna go buy you what will be your car over the next week, couple of weeks so that you can start learning with the car that you're gonna test on and be driving. Um, and then you'll be maybe, maybe not moving out of your parents' place and being your own adult and, and experiencing what that's like. Like you're entering, like you're, you're gonna be gaining your independence. And I just wanted to get you excited about it, right? And I, that's why I was kind of like virtually grabbing you by the shoulders and kind of shaking you like, come on kid, wake up out of your funk. Like look around, your life is awesome, right? Like this is so dope. Um, I can't want it for you, but I can't make it happen for you, but I do want it for you. And, yeah. and I'm starting to see it and it, it just gets me excited because I know what lies before you and I, and I want you to embrace it, run towards it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, this so it's scenery coming. is beautiful, y'all. It is. But, um, yeah. I will give them that. We do drive through the mountains on our way back home and it is gorgeous around here. Gorgeous. Very photogenic. Um, but um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, is that it? Are we done talking about the future? Are you Are you good now? I don't want kids, but I also want kids. God, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a hell of a left turn. <laughs> Why don't you want kids? Why don't I want kids? Because part of me, you know, still pessimistic, be like, bro, what are the problems that they're going to be facing in the future? Hey... I mean, so I mean, like, if the world starts to turn, you know, to even more crap, then you know, I'm not gonna want kids. You feel guilty about bringing them in? Yeah, to deal with all of this crap, because you know, like, generation after generation doesn't want to deal with crap, and then it just gets worse. I can only imagine how terrible your generation is gonna make everything based on how bad the generation before you has made everything. I know, right? And it's just like, well, I don't want these problems for my kids, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know, there are some testy waters, like, what was it? There was a news thing about um, China flying over Taiwan, and like, maybe there's going to be another war. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been just, talking about that for a long time. I'm not, saying it's, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but the China-Taiwan thing has just been talked about for so long. Yeah, but they're like building up their Air Force Army and blockading American forces and stuff like that now. Yeah, trying to be on news. one. So I'm just like, well, you know, like maybe that'll all pile over and I don't want my kids to be living in a time of war. But at the same time, I'm just like, I want to be a mom. Yeah, but I mean, do you think that Nani, my, that's my mother, uh, or Pop Pop, that's my dad, wanted their sons to going off to war? Of course no. not. We've gone, we've gone, we've, we've spent years out in, out at war, but um, I don't think that they regret ever having us because of it. They, they're they sad yeah. that we had to go fight wars, but they don't go, God, I wish they were never born. I'd rather I never had them than for them to have to go spend that time fighting at war. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. got to kind of look at it in that context, because as a parent, I can tell you, every generation hopes that things are better for their, for their kids. You know, I hope that 
we've got it better than our parents did, and I hope that you guys have it better than, than we did, and, I, and, and, and that it perpetuates. That's what we try to build, a legacy, right? Yeah. But at no point, um, at no point will my pessimism about the future make me wish that I'd never had my kids. Nah, I had you guys. I love you guys. I don't regret having you. Now it's your job to go make the world better. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? I hope that this generation will get itself together and actually start making changes in the world. That would be, you know, wonderful instead of, you know, just sitting in our rooms doing TikToks all day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I hear it a lot. I hear it in interviews and stuff. And if that's how you feel, you know, that's <laughs> on you. I, I get not not you. I'm talking about just people in general. I've heard that before. Like, oh, I could never have kids. I, who'd want to bring kids into this world? That just, I don't understand that at all. If that's how you feel, do you. But I also don't have to understand it or accept it. Um, yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. If you want kids, have kids. Yeah. The world has sorted itself out. <laughs> but if you want kids, have kids. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that's the way I see it. And if you see it differently, then that's cool too. I'm no. talking like you or just people out there who I might have just offended. Um, <laughs> you know, to each his own. Yeah teach his own um the other part of me though wants to have kids and also wants to adopt oh that's awesome have my own kids and also adopt yeah that's great we did both and, and they're both good you know what i mean like, well i mean he's my cousin yeah he's your cousin but we, <laughs> we he was legally ours and uh you know he's with us till he's 18 so we we call him son and we consider him adopted so we kind of did both, uh, but no, I, I agree. I think I think that's great. Just if you, I mean, again, this is to each his own. But if you're gonna adopt, man, try to try to adopt American children of color. There's so many of them out there that need a home, and they're the last ones to get adopted. And people would rather spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to adopt kids from foreign countries than to help kids right here at home who really need it. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. tough, man. Unless. Unless you're blonde-haired and blue-eyed, the chances of you, and under the age of like three, the chances of you getting adopted are so small, especially little black kids. Um, I was actually fantasizing about it today in the car. <laughs> in what way? Um, about what? Fantasizing adopting. about just adopting a kid? Yeah. I mean, you know. If that's... An, Amer an American kid who is black. That's awesome. Yes. I mean, if that's what you want to and, do. And, a little, and older. You know, the same rules apply, though. Like, I mean, not rules, but the, the same guidance from your, your parental units is the same, which is whether you're having them or adopting them, be married, stable home, stable family, and then welcoming kids. Yes. You know, now, if you grow up as an adult and you decide, I'm just going to be this single, independent woman and I want to adopt and have kids anyway, I mean, you're an adult at that point. Do your thing just as you're... As your daddy, I try to instill certain values in you, and that's that's one of them that I would I would try to instill in you. Because yep. um, whoever that is that you know you bless with adopting, you want to bring them into a stable two-parent household and um, give them as much support as possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's our values. That's that's just what, how we get down. Not trying to upset nobody. But uh, but no, I think that's great, man. I think you'd be a great mom. You're yeah. very, you're very responsible. 
Um, you've always done well with kids. So, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be great. And I'm sure they'd be a big help with your animation business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, it's been cool. We were able to talk about the future. At least With a little bit. With the sharp left turn. <laughs> we always got the left turns. <laughs> always. Um, hopefully the, the background noise wasn't too distracting. And hopefully the intro story was, uh, you know, made somebody laugh or at least shake their head. Uh, what else you got, Mike? Anything as we wrap up? What else do we have? I have no idea. I you think I think all my brain cells just left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are really tired. So this was a this was a nice distraction, as we still got two and a half hours left to go. So, yep. Anyway, we'll wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been the Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast, live from the road. Make yep. sure you check out our Facebook page at Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. Uh, subscribe, like our uh, like our podcast, leave a comment, all those good things. I'm sure they all help. If you, uh, if you rate us, make sure you give us five stars. In the words of Bo Monty Jones, if you only give us four stars, Mike, you are a what? A hater. A hater. Thanks, guys. We'll check you out next time. Peace. Hi, this is Ty, and I'd like to thank you for listening to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast. Be sure to join us again soon. Until then, be blessed. Be blessed.